Welcome to the X-Block. Am I right, Marie? Sir, yes, sir! Then listen up. You're listening to the X-Block. I'm Jared, and he's Caleb. Let's get into it. You are listening to the X-Block Podcast E3 2021 coverage. I'm Jaren, and I'm here with Caleb. hey And now, the Square Enix Conference. Typically, we are an Xbox podcast. Some say the number one Xbox podcast in the world. Yeah, probably. But now, we've decided to cover E3 2021 for you, our listeners. And here are our thoughts on Square Enix. Caleb, take it away. Oh, I was just going to say, man, we're coming off of the Xbox conference here this fine Sunday, June 13th, right? Yep. 4.02 p.m. We're recording this central time. And man, Xbox conference, hot, popping. Dude, it's coming. If you're hearing this, it's already out. Go listen to it. Listen to the Xbox podcast cover the Xbox conference. You will not be disappointed, or you will. But for this conference, I'll tell you what, Jaren, the Square Enix conference, aka PlayStation Lite conference, dude, fucking disappointing. <laughs> just... I mean, I don't expect a ton from Square Enix, you know? I don't expect a ton, because the Square... Like, they're, they're not... Like you told me once before, Jaren, th- these, th- these publishers aren't PlayStation or Xbox. They can't just show a bunch of games that they don't own, like the studios they don't own in between, to just really get things flowing where they can show, you know, 50 games in an hour, you know, just constant bang, bang, bang trailer, right? They can't do that. So you got to get them a little leeway. leeway. I think I said leeway. Uh, But anyway, a little bit of leeway, just like we did, you know, Ubisoft. If you haven't listened to the Ubisoft Forward conference, you know, review analysis from the Xbox, go listen to that. We thought that was pretty hot, honestly. But this one, not so much, Jaren. What do you think? Uh, Yeah, a little bit, huh? That's what I thought. Yeah, there's a couple of good parts. Like, we'll get there. We're going to get to it in just a second. But overall, I mean, we'll get to that at the end, too. I guess we have a... We have a thing, if you listen to the other Xbox podcast reviews of the E3 coverage, we, we actually have a thing where we review the conferences with the actual rating. Uh, very particular ratings, not a number system, and you'll see once we get there. Yep. So, do we want to start at the start, or do we want to start oh, yeah. at the end and go backwards to the way that the conference <laughs> should have been set up? Oh, no. Oh, no. We're going over the conference the way they delivered it to us, <laughs> and then we're going to review it, and it's going to be disappointing. <laughs> All right. So, opening the conference, Guardians of the galaxy october okay. 26th 2021 from idos montreal a single player story driven experience where you play as peter quill star lord my boy idos montreal known for making deus ex right and anything else really that they're super known for no that's about it yeah so they make like deus ex mankind divided and deus ex human revolution and all that kind of stealth uh inventory just they, they have shooting elements but it's more about sneaking and you have a bit of augmentations this not that dude it's guardians of the galaxy like you know it. The character designs, Jaren, thought they looked great. Yeah, they were top notch. All the voice acting, good times, you know? The writing, decent. Like, I thought it was pretty decent. Yeah, I thought it was decent. They stole a lot of lines from movies, which I wasn't the biggest fan of as, as opposed to making their own. Okay, yeah. That's a fair critique, too. And I mean, they started off with just a trailer, like a normal cinematic trailer. Then they showed an interview with some of the developers and people, writers, people from Marvel as well, saying like, yo, it's legit. Like, I write comics. I work at Marvel. And this is straight the fuck up awesome. And you're like, okay, sir. And then they had, uh, they showed a bunch of gameplay. So yep. why don't you tell us about that, Jerry? You're more of a Guardians of the Galaxy fan. Well, you know, what do you think? What were your impressions? What happened? What's going on? See, I, I'm excited for the premise of a single player story driven game. And I liked all the dialogue choices. It was just, there was something off about the gameplay to me. Caleb pointed out it was 30 FPS. Maybe that was it. Uh, the weird, like, fantastic meter that built up every time you made an attack was kind of weird to me too. There were just a lot of weird design choices during the combat. That I wasn't the big of fa- biggest fan of. When you're in the game yeah. walking around, I actually really like the way it looks. It just 
it has that feeling. I don't know what it is. I have that feeling about it. Like when I first saw Andromeda for Mass Effect, where mm, mm. I'm like, this game doesn't look like it's as good as it could be. Oh, yeah. Like it's a it's a letdown in terms of and it's not necessarily a letdown in that it's bad. It's just you can see its potential. You know, you it's like a high schooler. You know, doing, I don't know, wrestling or fuck, fucking boxing or some shit. And you're like, man, you could be, you know, the, the just as a body, you could, you could just be the best ever, but you're still in high school, you know? You're not quite there yet, you know? That's kind of what it seems like to me. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong, though, because this is the most Jaren game of Jaren games. Like, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Jaren's a big fan. Jaren likes a few things a lot. And, you know, Borderlands, Guardians of the Galaxy, a few other things. But it, this, was, this was a Jaren E3 for sure. And showing off this game, I think we knew this was going to be shown, right? Yeah. Well, how did we know that? Uh, it was leaked, like, by Schreier. Okay, so, yeah, we knew it, that this was going to come, uh, allegedly, and then it did. And they showed it, and it was a big part of their conference, made up, like, half their conference. Like Jaren said, there were some, I don't know, issues with it. Like, during the fighting, when it popped up fantastic on screen all the time, and it showed, like, the gameplay constantly stopped while this person, I don't know if he was telling his teammates to attack someone or whether he was choosing specific abilities, that seemed like it was getting really like it was really interrupting the flow of combat the ui seems very i don't know why they made it so harsh like all the edges it's sharp corners and really flat and doesn't it looks like a like i said like a computer rpg or something like where it just looks really like they could have designed the the enemy health bars and things like that better and also something i noted was that just the fighting looked like a bit too slow like it wasn't kinetic enough not that it needs to be super kinetic because it's i mean it's just guardians of the galaxy and it needs to be fast enough to be somewhat realistic and with the sci-fi elements but the i don't know the bullets and the the laser beams like seemed like they were moving slow and it just de- seemed like it was a it needed to be sped up a bit and i imagine if you see the game in 60 frames per second and if you see it on next gen with like upgrades next gen upgrades that it's going to look b- better than it is it's going to look better now but than it does now but i feel like it has some mispotential while it still may just end up being good and uh that's kind of how i feel about it and it looks like it was made for previous gens i'll just say ps4 xbox one it looks like a ps4 xbox one game it doesn't look like a you know series x ps5 title it sounds like we're being really nitpicky but i think that's also because we were trying to figure out what felt wrong about the gameplay trailer and the one thing i will say for it is this game does come out october 26th and it looks like it's basically done the bulk of it so if oh, yeah. this is the is the like touch-up phase and maybe they just didn't have the new like series x ps5 like enhancements in yet or like the 60 fps mode or any of that kind of like that's usually the stuff you touch up at the end yeah that's true it's possible this game could look a lot better when we see it again in like three months yeah you want to give it the benefit of the doubt but we are giving it as much time and attention as square enix showed it because they made it again like half their conference <laughs> so they showed that and it was uh, the story and the characters and the dialogue and the world and the rp you know the 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 speaking dialogue elements that all looks like the best part of the game and for some reason the combat systems and those kind of things kind of seem like the least interesting part of the game so what you're saying caleb is all the stuff that marvel essentially came up with looks great yeah, and pretty, all the stuff that square that uh idos montreal brought to the table not the best to, to be to be fair i guess that square i think square did come up with the character designs <laughs> you know not the, not the initial character designs because they obviously have what the characters look like but their own interpretation of the characters look good and i think they did come up with those if i'm not mistaken yeah they so, did yeah and then after that oh dude you got the hypest news for people that have been waiting Shh, for final God. fantasy one to six collection except for the fact that it just comes to mobile and steam you know yeah. the two biggest <laughs> platforms for final fantasy 
Final Fantasy, man. People have been waiting for a one through six kind of collection on PlayStation and at whatever Xbox do if you want with achievements and trophies and all these things. And this, like I say in the I said in the beginning, this conference is more of a PlayStation conference. But since it's part of E3, you know, we're going over it. We're doing that. And it's we're going to talk about it. And it's not going to be our thing as much. But for those of you who need to know there, I mean, we we have it. Well, this was a Guardians of the Galaxy conference. I don't even think this was a Square yeah. Enix conference. This was just Honestly. the Guardians of the Galaxy conference. It was. 50% of the show. And on, and that's one of the critiques we have with it. But this Final Fantasy news, man, you have ha, have fun playing that on your phones and I guess it's on PC. And now this next one, we're going to give it the exact same amount of fanfare that uh, Square Enix gave it. Legend of Mana, June 24th. All right, moving on to Marvel Avengers. That's all I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> they showed off Marvel Avengers War for Wakanda expansion. It looked really good. If only it wasn't in Marvel Avengers, we might be more hyped for it. I don't know if that game's going to be really good at some point, like if it's going to have that big resurgence that Destiny had or that kind of stuff, and maybe one day it's actually going to be a really rock solid game. But I guess at least they're trying to be good to their community. Like this War for Wakanda thing seems like it was a lot of work and it's free. Yeah, it is It is a free expansion. And like Jaren said, it looked really good and black panther is one of the most now one of the most popular you know marvel ip and we knew this was coming but they finally you know showed it off and announced it and it looks great but like jaren said it's in avengers which that game sucks yeah so maybe it will get better one day and we'll play it but until then not even for free no mention of spider-man they they, oh, they yeah. managed to make an entire expansion but they still can't put spider-man on the ps5 yeah, probably the most popular Marvel <laughs> IP there, Spider-Man. They didn't mention that. And then they talked about mobile games, which I refuse to talk about on our shows. So we're moving on to Babylon's Fall. I'll just throw out there, man. If They mentioned Hitman. There's a Hitman mobile game. <laughs> so that's what happened to Hitman. I mean, I know that, uh, what is it, IO Interactive owns the Hitman IP, but I think they can still, Square can still publish games on mobile, right? That's like their thing. Yeah, who knows? They have some sort of weird agreement. But yeah, so a Hitman game's coming to mobile. That's it. it. I don't know. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah, play games on your TV or if you're playing them on your phones, I swear to God, it better be through xCloud. Amen. Dude, Final Fantasy shit, they had a bunch of that, Nier shit, all a bunch of mobile stuff that no one cares about. And if you do, boy, you would love our FAF segment. Go listen to the <laughs> Xbox podcast. We have a segment at the end called the FAF about all the dumb, meaningless news that if you clicked on it man you got got but we go over it at the end so that you don't have to click on it and we present it in a fun and interesting way kind of well maybe not interesting but it's definitely fun and so yeah you would love the faf segment go check that out if you're into these mobile games and then we moved on to babylon's fall which my favorite part about this was they showed off the whole game right like all the stuff it looks like every japanese role-playing game that i've ever seen in my life the textures look kind of yeah. shitty and muted and this game actually of all the jrpgs that i've seen i was the least impressed by but, you know, maybe that's just me. But my favorite thing was when they showed the title card at the end and they put PS4 and Steam and then they put in PS5 10 seconds later. And I have a yeah. feeling that that's because that's when they started thinking about PS5 <laughs> was they had already made 95% of the game. And then they were like, oh, the PS5 is coming out. I guess we better make a version for that. Yeah, I mean, Babylon's <laughs> Fall was announced, I don't know, like two years ago or something for PlayStation and it went away. And now it's back. Now you know, Babylon's Fall showing it off. And they, like Jaren said at the end, picture, you know, three columns on your screen. Picture three columns. And in the center column, in the middle of the center column, it's PS4. And on the right column in the center, it says PC. And then the left column is just blank. There's just nothing there. And you're like, why is it like just, they just have two things on the middle and right side of the screen. Like what's, was Xbox supposed to be there? And then it just pops up 10 seconds later, PS5. And you're like, <laughs> okay, all right. And then Good they you said 
the words near, but they didn't show anything. They just immediately then went back to Babylon's fall. By the way, they, yeah, they have a closed beta for Babylon's fall. That's true. I don't know what that's on, but they mentioned a closed beta. See how we just did it there? How I tried to go to near and then Caleb went back to Babylon's fall? That's what happened in the show. We didn't even plan that. That's exactly what happened. That's literally how it was, dude. Like, yeah, forget about what Jared said. (laughs) Babylon's fall beta. Oh, man, we're at Xbox Podcast. This is some PlayStation fucking conference. Dude, I'm glad PlayStation made their way into E3 without being there, which is, I know that that's what they were planning on doing to begin. I know why they weren't at E3 because they were like, let's just let our third party partners speak for us. And they sure the fuck did here at the Square Enix conference. And then we got Life is Strange, True Colors, which they said the name of Life is Strange, True Colors first. Then they showed Life is Strange Remastered Collection, September 30th. Then they went back to Life is Strange, True Colors, announced the season's pass for that would include Life is Strange Remastered Collection, except for some reason, Life is Strange True Colors comes out on September 10th, and the remaster that, you know, might get you into the games if you've never played them before, that comes out on the 30th of September. Dude, Jaren said that, we were watching the show, and Jaren was like, I shout out, like, we were making fun of Life is Strange, because, I mean, there's a lot to make fun of, and Jaren said, you, yo, shout out to the remastered collection that would get you in coming out 20 days after the after the True <laughs> Colors game. And I was like, that's like, what are you, that's not true. And I looked at my notes and I looked at the dates and I was like, what? <laughs> like, what? The game comes out first and then tw- with the Ultimate Edition, 20 days later, the remastered collection comes out? What's that about? And what's up with this Square Enix way of talking where they go, like, I read it to you how it was announced there and you guys were probably like, that's confusing. And I was like, yeah, they went Life is Strange True Colors. Then they went Life is Strange Remastered. Then they went back to True Colors. Then they re-mentioned Remastered and then finished with True Colors. It's exactly how Jaren said it. And it, <laughs> it's so dumb. Coming off the Ubisoft conference, the Xbox show, even, uh, what was it, Gearboxes to an extent? It's uh, just, Gearboxes kind of sucked. It kind of sucked, but dude, it didn't suck this bad. Like, no, come on. <laughs> no, I feel like this one's better than Gearboxes. Oh, really? Yeah, because know, Gearbox man. showed uh, like a 20-minute a clip of a movie and then they showed the same three games, and then they announced Homeworld 3 four times. You know what? You're, you may be right. Maybe I'm just more <laughs> interested in anything that they showed as opposed to Square Enix. Maybe it's just the interest you know, fact, but not really the conference. Let us know, you know at, on, uh, at, on Twitter, at Xbox Podcast, you know, what, if you think the Gearbox or Square Enix was worse. I want to know. <laughs> we all can agree Coke Media was worse. It was the worst. It will never be surpassed in, in how bad it was. And then they showed... I think one more thing, right? Yeah, Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin 2022. I don't even know what that means. For some reason, my phone corrected fantasy to Santa, and I like that better. Oh, okay. So, Stranger of Paradise, uh, Final Santa Origin? Yeah. Okay, so Final Santa Origin (laughs) comes out 2022, and it's developed by, I guess, Team Ninja and Koei Tecmo. Yep. And uh, Jared and I, uh, you, you may not believe this. You may be, like, unbelievable. But guess what? Not Final Fantasy fans. Don't care. We had an entire conversation (laughs) during this trailer about how, why so many RPGs look the exact same. JRPGs look the exact same. Yeah, man. I mean, medieval style armors that are super stylized medieval armors with medieval weapons, traditionally swords of various types that are super stylized, oftentimes larger than the characters as well. And the combat all looks the same to me. I mean, if you think I'm wrong, tweet at the Xbox podcast or tweet at Xbox podcast. Let us know. And then women that they try to sexualize that look like they're 12. Yeah, I mean, I'll send you screenshots if you, you really <laughs> want to get into an argument about that, but I, I don't know, man. So, ah, that was the show. Ah. 
Jaren, what did you, well, how would you rate this, Jaren? Tell, tell them about our rating system here for E3 conferences. Here in our E3 coverage, we have a FIRE or FAF rating system. FAF is like our segment in our show. News that really didn't need to be here and is kind of pointless. And they were faffing around when they presented it. Yeah, waste of time. Just faffing about. Didn't, doesn't matter. Don't need to watch it. And what's the other one? Fire. Self-explanatory. If something's fire, it's great. Yeah, like when you eat some really good fucking, you know, wings and you're like, oh man, that shit was fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and then that fire coming out the other end too. And exactly. So fire <laughs> or faff, man. How would you rate the Square Enix E3 2021 conference showcase, whatever? See, I don't know what to say here because uh-huh. I think the conference m- made sense for its audience. So for its audience, it would be Ooh. fire. For me, it's faff. So I feel like I'm stuck. But you are you. I know, but I feel like I'm stuck <laughs> in the middle, like objectively rating the conference based on what I thought about it. I'm like, I'm just in the middle. It's it's neither fire or faff. So I guess that makes it faff because the fact that it doesn't even Listen, pick a side, it's got to be the faff. way they even structured the conference for people who are big Square Enix fans makes it faff. The way the number of mobile games, which I don't care who you are or what develop publisher you're a fan of, not okay. On Caleb, wait, you swayed yeah. me. The fact yeah. that mobile games were in an E3 conference immediately makes your conference faff. Like, not just, no, not necessarily, just the amount of attention, the number of games, the amount of, the amount that that was supposed to carry the conference relative to the rest of the, con- it's, it was, and then Guardians of the Galaxy, which we liked to do like we kind of were positive on even though we had a lot of critiques that we mentioned we're, we're generally positive on it still half the conference <laughs> yeah, i don't know man you, was bad ubisoft didn't make far cry 6 half their conference you know that's true and the way they went back and forth with life is strange true colors and babylon's fall and that's just it's just the worst i don't know it was i i felt it was faff dude yeah i'm gonna agree just because if i couldn't pick between fire or faff then it has to be faff uh, guardians of the galaxy was fire the rest of it, I'm going to go with a faff. Yeah. It was a big faff, Jaren. And one of the, have we had a faff conference yet besides Coke? No. And maybe Gearbox, which we didn't make a, I guess we didn't really talk about. We didn't about. make shows for Coke or yeah. Gearbox, really. We didn't make official shows because they weren't, they weren't worth talking about, which is kind of maybe a problem with the faffs that if they are faff, maybe we don't talk about them too much. But with Square, Square Enix, it's big enough, you know? Yeah. I think if Gearbox had a show in like two or three more games, we still would have given it faff, but it uh it would have been worth covering i've had square enix conferences that i liked though that i would have given fire they're great like usually the last i don't know two or three years ago though like i was on board it was hype even games i didn't care about when the the conference that they showed off final fantasy 7 remake which i'm not a final fantasy fan not a final fantasy 7 fan and didn't care about i liked those conferences i remember liking the conferences yeah so i don't know it just this year seemed like boo boo it was faff all right and for the next two days of e3 we will be here for the boo boo and we will be here for the fire. So <laughs> if you'd like coming, to come Jaren. check us out, uh, feel free to follow us on Twitter where we'll announce what we're going to cover and what we're posting at Xblock Podcast. You can find us on any of the podcasting platforms by looking up the Xblock Podcast. You can find us on YouTube, the Xblock Podcast. And feel free to leave your comments on YouTube or Twitter for what you want to say to us. And maybe you thought differently and you'd like to let us know why this conference was fire. Yeah, this was a PlayStation-centric conference more so, obviously, on, than Xbox. And the Xbox one was great. You can go listen to those. And uh, maybe we'll be more positive leading into, I think we may do Bandai Namco's or Capcom's and those kind of things moving forward. So stay tuned. And uh, that's all I have, Jaren. Yep. X-Block out.